0: I was left for dead when I was five years old in a commercial cooler. And when I say left for dead, this this out in the country, a child molester, he, you know, uh,
1: got weird. And he put me in a commercial cooler, locked me in there. Victor Marx's family was living in Mississippi when he was molested. And it was his family who found him in that cooler. I was unconscious, but when I told them
0: what had happened, they wouldn't found the person. And they, they actually beat him and then hung him from a tree behind my memo's house.
1: That was actually just one of many traumatic experiences in Victor's life. He's going to share about some of those other experiences and how God's now using him to minister to other victims of post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. This is GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman.
2: And I'm Jim Kirkland. We'll also hear from Billy Graham later. He shares how you can put the past behind you and have a fresh start even if you've gone through terrible experiences like our guest Victor has.
3: Did you ever wish that you could be starting all over again? through a fresh start. Some of you are hurting. Some of you are ready to give up.
2: Hear the rest of Billy Graham's message in just a few minutes. But if you want to learn now about starting over again with Jesus, go ahead and check out this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. E-P-L. God, people, stories.
0: My father didn't claim me as his kid uh, when my mother was pregnant. He actually said, "You know that ain't mine," and which left, I think, a, a a big hole, a vacuum
1: in me of just insecurity, a sense of rejection. Victor was born in Lafayette, Louisiana, in 1965. He's one of six children, but his biological father wasn't his mom's only husband.
0: My mother, bless her heart, you know she didn't do. Great in the marriage department, she ended up marrying six times. I went to fourteen schools and seventeen houses uh, we lived in, and in that environment of instability uh you know i there were there were times I you know I suffered abuse uh, physically
1: emotionally sexually. One of the examples of that abuse is the story Victor told about being molested and left in a commercial cooler. Remember, Victor said his family hung the man who molested him. he survived that
0: uh. They were trying to scare him justice and waited till he passed out and cut him
2: down. In the midst of all the trouble he saw growing up, Victor always believed in God. But he wouldn't surrender his life to Jesus until after he left home. I was born Catholic, raised Baptist, became Pentecostal. My mother put us in a, a
0: Christian school back when it wasn't very popular. And, and I'm thankful for that. So I knew who Jesus was. Um, but I because of the inconsistencies it kind of it made me not want to do anything regarding surrendering to him but i knew he was he was loving and he had to be good
1: Though my weakness ties my tongue i sing of every good you've done take
2: It was during one of his traumatic childhood experiences that Victor really began to understand that Jesus is the Son of God and that He is alive.
0: When you see Jesus on a cross, you tend to think that He's just, He died for us and He loves us, but man, when I realized He was alive was the night we left, uh, I would say the, the most violent stepfather we'd lived with, and we were all hiding in a closet because He was drunk. And he was shooting out the lights around the house. And uh, and my mother, you know, we were hiding. She's saying, you know, don't cry. And, and he's coming in the house, and he's yelling for us, and he's got that pistol. And then my mother did the only thing she could. And she just started saying, the blood of Jesus covers us. The blood of Jesus covers this door. And I'm thinking, the blood of Jesus, that's, that's kind of weird. But okay, the blood of Jesus. And do you know, my stepfather, when he came to the room... The door was open, but he physically couldn't enter the room. There was this this restraint. And we know either the Lord had an angel there or whatnot. uh, And that's when I went,
1: man, Jesus, all right. In spite of beginning to understand who Jesus is, Victor turned to drugs and alcohol around the sixth grade as a way to cope with the turmoil in his life. Then, after high school, he joined the Marines. Right out of high school, uh,
0: the Beirut bombing had happened in 1983, and that really, for me, was a sense
1: and a direction. The Beirut bombing took the lives of 241 American servicemen. A suicide bomber detonated a truck bomb at a U.S. Marine barracks there. A group
2: calling itself Islamic Jihad claimed responsibility. For Victor, the bombing gave him an outlet for all the anger from his childhood. A misguided outlet, for sure, but nevertheless an outlet. Actually I hated Arabs.
0: I mean I had this fixation. My I transferred my anger of my childhood to you blow up a you know, barrack of Marines, you cowards. So I hated all Arabs. I hated all Muslims. And my way was to join the Marine Corps. Boy God had a God had a different plan, didn't he?
2: These days, ironically perhaps, God has Victor going into harm's way to minister to and rescue Arabs and Muslims. We'll get to the details of that in a couple of minutes. But first, the story of how Victor came to finally surrender his life to Jesus. That story begins with Victor getting a letter from his biological dad. He'd
1: had very little contact with the man. He did know that at various times he'd been a drug dealer, a pimp, and even a practicing warlock. I still have the letter. I was in
0: Marie Corney. He said, hey, I know you think I'm crazy, and I've never been a dad to you and, and all that. But he goes, I'm crazy for Jesus Christ. And it, there was something in that letter that made me both skeptical and it was
1: kind of a haunting pull because I thought, huh. Victor's dad asked him to come visit him in Baton Rouge. Victor agreed. He ended up taking me to church, and it was the worship music.
0: And then seeing uh, men worship God, mm-hmm. I think that got me because you know, I thought I was a Christian. Yeah. I'm raised in the South, I you know I, and I was like, I don't have a relationship with God like these guys do. And there were guys I respected. Yeah. So uh, June 22nd, 1986, I surrendered my life to Christ, and um, I mean, crazy enough, immediately, I mean, God started changing
2: me from the inside out. Emphasis on God started changing him. Victor remembers what he did when a deacon at that church approached him that morning as he was praying at the altar.
0: He put his hand
2: on me. He said, can I pray for you, young man?
0: I jumped up to run. I grabbed him, pulled my fist back. I said, touch me again. I'll break your jaw. Touch me. And I, you know, I got like, I'm snot crying at that point. And uh, my dad, my dad was on the front pew. And the church was about empty. And he goes, I, I know the boy. Leave him alone. He'll hit you.
2: Victor continued to grow in his faith. And he finished up his active duty service in the Marine Corps in 1986. He would go on to become a pastor for a while. He also had a successful career in martial arts. And he also tackled the trauma of his past.
0: So we end up finding a really, really uh, solid uh, therapist uh, who specialized in childhood abuse for children and adults. And um, plus, you know, my time in the Marine Corps and some things that happened and, and uh, just life in general. And man, God started working in my heart. And he's a, he's a master at, you know, taking apart this twisted ball of twine that's just a knot. And he, he knows how to do it.
3: Heaven knows I'm a broken man
1: Tired bones they can barely stand In the ways of the world, oh, I lay my grave Till the darkest of nights
3: when you call my name
1: Victor went to work for Focus on the Family and served as an assistant to Dr. James Dobson until 2003. That's when he started the ministry he still runs today. It's called All Things Possible, or ATP Ministries. ATP Ministries uh, start out
0: reaching children who've been suffered abuse or, you know, troubled, and from youth prisons to halfway houses to whatever, and to public high schools. I mean, we, we got where we were speaking in public high schools, doing general assemblies, and the and they would let me talk about God or anything because things were so messed up, um, and then. The ministry continued to grow. We're in over a thousand juvenile facilities here in the US, either by person, book, or film. And then our footprint extended to helping military
2: people uh, who had uh, suffered from PTSD. The number of military vets who take their own lives is especially troubling to Victor. ATP Ministries has produced a film called Triggered that's designed to help vets and anyone else who happens to be suffering from PTSD. Uh, Real-life
0: stories, and it's, it's really was—we produced it in a way that it would be for people who didn't want to watch a film on PTSD. But it will save lives and marriages. and Because uh, trust me, having been in close contact with ISIS— these last you know few years, uh, there's far more of our f- nation's finest veterans you know getting killed here at home yeah. by, by taking their life and high risk stuff, yeah. yeah, far more than any terrorist activity.
2: All things possible ministries continues to help more and different groups of people who've all been impacted by traumatic events. Now we're extended our reach into the Middle
0: East uh, by helping women and children who've been affected by ISIS. And we were invited there originally to help uh, a bunch of young women who had been held captive and were freed, but they were having such you know,
1: serious effects of trauma that they were killing themselves. That led to another outreach called Lion and Lamb, which ministers to the children who are fleeing ISIS or facing other traumatic experiences. We started getting called upon by the Iraqi
0: army and different uh, groups saying, hey, we're in combat here, which, you know, from my headquarters, there's, you know, an hour, depending where they are, because yeah. uh, we're pretty close. And they would say, oh, Victor, we just found an orphan. Both parents were killed trying to run from ISIS. Yeah, we we don't have the means to take care of the child. Can, can you help us? And, man, we'd load up armored vehicles, AKs, grenades, diapers, and powdered milk and head right into the zone and uh, and risk everything in order to recover a child.
1: On one of those missions, the Arab man who ran out to recover a little girl was killed by sniper fire. He was a close friend of Victor's. The man who was driving the rescue vehicle is also a close friend of Victor's. His name is Mohammed. Mohammed on Easter surrendered his life to Christ. And he said, I've
0: seen y'all enough to where I, I, I want that. Because there's peace and there's love. And I can love people now, not hate people.
1: Love is not hate. Law cold decree. Love will walk into your prison. And
2: set you free. You can experience the very same peace and love that Muhammad saw in his friend Victor, and that now he experiences. In his own life, it comes one way, and that is through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And we can tell you more about beginning a relationship with Jesus
1: at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's
2: findpeacewithgod.net. If you're already a follower of Jesus Christ, we give praise for that. Uh, That very same website can help you be more confident in sharing your faith in Christ, the address, again, is findpeacewithgod.net. Speaking of sharing your faith, Victor Marx has something
1: to say about that in just a minute. Even when my faith is small, love stands tall. Whoa. Your love stands tall. Whoa. You're listening to GPS. God, People, Stories a podcast production of the Billy Graham
3: Evangelistic Association. Did you ever wish that you could be starting all over again? from a fresh start? Some of you are hurting. Some of you are ready to give up. Billy Graham,
1: Fresno, California, 2001.
3: Jesus said it's possible to live a new life and start over again with all the mistakes and the failures and the sins behind you. That's why he said, you must be born again. The Bible teaches that our spirit, our soul, is dead toward God. A radical change is needed by everyone to find complete fulfillment in this life and be acceptable to God in the future life. What do you have to do? Open your heart to Jesus. By faith, you receive him and accept what He did on the cross and He was raised from the dead for your justification. God is reaching His hand out to you tonight to give you that assurance and that comfort that you need.
2: A great reminder there from Billy Graham. We hope that was an encouragement to you. And uh, and by the way, if you're interested in hearing more classic messages from Billy Graham, then sign up for a particular newsletter. It's called Weekend Encouragement.
1: We send the latest episode of this podcast, as well as a message from Billy Graham and some other encouraging stories, to your inbox every single week in that email, Weekend Encouragement. If you're interested, go to billygramradio.org, scroll to the very bottom,
2: and look for the email updates box. That's billygramradio.org. Our guest on this episode of GPS has been Victor Marks. He knows that people need to hear about Jesus in every part of the world including those places where the church is well represented. But Victor says he enjoys ministering in spiritually dark places, places
1: where people don't know about the love of Jesus Christ. Some Christians work on being this
0: like lighthouse, flame-throwing. I'm like, uh, you have to be that bright among all the other light. I'm going to just go here where it's so dark, I can be a little spark, a little flint. tink, And then everybody in the darkness goes, what was
1: that?
2: It has been a really awesome experience getting to know Victor and hearing some of his story. And we hope you feel the same way from listening to this episode of GPS. Thank you for being there. And if it has meant something to you, would you share it with your friends? I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. We also thank John
1: Tibbs for letting us use some of his music on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association always good news.